Welcome back to episode 12 of the Green and Gold podcast. I'm joined here with my friend and co-host Morgan Klug, Eagles diehard. Um, Sounds great, big premier cricket bowler, Stu, and right. um, Frio, no, not Frio. I'm a Frio fanboy, yeah, not you. Coast, I'm thinking, because I normally do you, not me, so <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking 7th Point Guard podcast yep. enthusiast Frio fanboy, Stu Sterling. Yep. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to be back, Morgan. We've got two... How have you been, though, just before we get into it? Oh, yeah, yeah. How's footy in the weekend? Stu, everyone played his first game of footy in the weekend. We both actually went down to training, but... um. Yeah. Oh, I'd be done. I'm actually doing. I'm actually doing getting back into the umpiring. I'm doing a bit of umpiring oh, yeah. on Saturday, so yeah. But um, yeah, how's the footy? That's yeah. That's how'd you play? Um, look, we lost. Um, yeah, no, I saw that by you know a fair bit, but um, fifty points not too much, you know. My my brother's team lost by a hundred. Some local leagues, it you know depends yeah. on. Yeah. Um. Yep. So kicked a gold, it heard. Yeah, kick kicked a snag. Look, I oh, didn't beating. I didn't really do a whole lot to earn it. It was a downfield free kick and the ball just sort of landed in my Is area. A crumb crumb goal. No, 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 so it was downfield free kick. Oh, so you was a oh literally you how far out were you? It was a set shot. Yeah, it was a set shot. It was about thirty five out. Oh, that's not a bad kick. Um yeah, oh maybe thirty five is a bit generous. But um thirty maybe. Maybe the mark was thirty, I kicked at thirty five. So um yeah, look, it was a good it was a good introduction back into footy. Um, I was playing high half forward, so a lot of running um, mm-hmm. up on that wing because the other team played with a really high like press. So mm. I ended up like half back a lot. Didn't of the get time. too tired. Oh, I got I was knackered. But you know what? It was actually as the game progressed, I sort of um, hit straps, hit straps, hit my straps a little bit, and I realized I wasn't as tired as I um, thought I would be. Yeah. So you know, it was a lot of running for mm. not a lot of touches, but. Um, Look, first game back um, after two years out, so it was a it was a good kick, I reckon, Morgan. A good a good little run around. Beauty Stube. Yeah, happy to hear it. Should we get into it? Yeah, yeah, we should get into it. So we have two topics for today. Um, I should get laptop out. Yeah, get get ready, Morgan. Morgan yeah, was a bit right. late, so I had to get my cup of tea, Stu, and my bickies. Yeah, chat to uh, some of the other yeah, podcasters. Yeah, networking, Stu, networking. networking. That's about business it's making important. connections. It's important. very important. It's important. Um, so yeah, we have two topics for today. Um, coming up this season, there's been talk of possibly a mid-season trade period. Not this year, but mid-season draft or trade period. Trade period. Oh. So um, there talks of mid-season draft as well. Well, that's that's been a thing for a few years. Um, but oh, yeah, has it? Yeah, it has. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what round is it? I think it's two or three weeks away. So um, jeez. Yeah, so there's been talk um, about possibly including a uh, trade period in the middle of the year um, within the next few years. Um, and also we're going to be talking about uh, which player you'd like to start a new team with. Obviously, Tasmania will be um, likely getting a team in the next few years. And which player, if you're allowed any player in the AFL, um, which player would you poach and why? So... Our first topic, the mid-season trade period, Morgan. Um, have you thought of anything um, about this? I have, Stu. I have thought yeah. a bit about it. Yeah. But tell me how exactly it would work. Right. So what round are we talking? Is it 48, 24 okay. hours? How long? Sure. Give me all the details. Um, tell, tell the listeners, you know. What okay, we're. so I'm not entirely um, all over all the details of how it would work because it hasn't actually been fleshed out in the media. But I sort of have, um, if it were me... Um, and I was to set this up, I would go, right, you've got round 
the three buy rounds. Let's say the three buy rounds you've got. Yeah, um, that's like round 15, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, bring the buy rounds for us. You it's know, like 12, 13, 14. 11, 12, 13, I reckon. Okay, yep. Yep. So 11, 12, 13, you've got those three rounds um, and you're allowed to trade the same way you would trade in the off-season. Um, and sort of, you know, it would it would give, you know, players... Uh, a chance mid-year to go to another team or to get a fresh start or to get some new opportunity and stuff like that. And it would give teams that are on the up uh, more ability to get more established talent from lower teams and lower teams get more draft picks and stuff like that. So um, So I'm... Sorry, how long would it last for? uh, So is it like just 48 hours or is it over like two or three weeks? uh, See, I would say over the three buy rounds, three weeks, but that's too long. I would say one week... um, you get like Monday till Friday um, to do it, and then you can announce your team. Say you're playing the Sunday. If you make a trade for a player on Wednesday, announce him on Thursday for the team, and he goes off and plays hypothetically, right? Um, weekend. Yeah, yeah. So short notice, but we've seen players play with like 20 minutes notice uh, with the Eagles. So it's it's not impossible, and it has been done. So. Uh, I yeah, I think maybe one week for a trade period in the middle of the year uh, could spice some things up. Uh, are you for or against this idea? Um, wait, so are you for or against the idea? I'm against it. So why are you against it? Because mid-season trade period would completely change the league. It'd be great for like headlines and news and whatever. Um, but what it would do is the top teams would be able to sell their sort of fringe players off to bottom teams for like draft picks or sort of teams that are pushing for the eight. So like in 10th spot, right? Um, so that they can build more depth and get another best 22 player. But it would almost allow the top teams to abuse the system to give away draft picks at the same time. How? Because at the start of the year, you're not sure where you're going to finish, right? So giving away your draft pick is a bit of a... Um, it's a bit of a toss-up, right? So you can sort of go, oh, it's a risk that we're willing to take. We sort of think we're going to finish here, but look, if we finish last, we've just given up our draft pick for someone we don't rate as, like, pick one, right? So say a team like Melbourne, right? Nine rounds in, undefeated, they go, right, we're getting pick 18 at the end of the year, almost guaranteed. So if the – whatever you – but do, do players have to trade – oh, so no, it's a trade period. Do, <laughs> yeah, okay, but yeah. – yeah. Yeah, because yeah, teams okay. like Melbourne could go, right, pick 18 is not as valuable as, say, hypothetically getting pick 10 at the start of the year, right? Because um, at the start of the year, the pick is sort of, we don't know where the pick is going to end up. By midpoint of the year, you sort of know. Where teams will finish on the ladder. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And sort of, so I think higher teams on the ladder will be able to abuse this a little bit and go, right, well. How? I don't, because it's, a, it's the, by the middle of the season, you generally should know what where teams will finish. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So a bottom team, right, say North Melbourne, they're like, right, um, we're done with Ben Cunnington. Eagles. Eagles, Eagles are like, right, we're, we're go, done. Go Ben Cunnington. No, I, I think Eagles work a little bit better for this one, actually. Okay. We go, right, Jack Darling, he's not pulling his weight. Right, Jack Darling clearly needs to get off the team. Oscar Allen, when he comes back, he'll cover that mm. loss, right? Um, and so the Eagles call up Melbourne. We go right. Uh, we know you're struggling uh, to find like your forward line a little bit. You know what I mean? So like they're you pre- could they're a pretty strong team. They're too. they're a strong team, but maybe they go to Frio or Brisbane. Brisbane, okay, Brisbane's a better team actually. You go Danaher's down, McStay's down. We can give you Jack Darling if you give us your pick, right? Like a second, go, third round pick. Uh, 
let's just say hypothetically first round pick because we know where that's going to land. Oh, because it's the end of because they'll be at the bottom of that'll be at the bottom of the draft. Yeah, so it'll be about between fifteen to eighteen. Right, is where their pick's going to be in round one. Yep, yep. You guarantee their pick is going to be fifteen to eighteen. You can almost like lock that in. You can. You can't do that at the start of the year. You don't. Exactly. You have an idea, but you don't know where Brisbane are going to finish until around halfway through the year, which where this trade period is going to take place. So Brisbane can ultimately, you know, steal players um, from lower teams to accommodate their finals push this year at cheaper rates, if that makes sense, with less risk involved. Because with the mid-season trade so period, they can. So you're saying for those play, they can almost gar- like they can further. Guarantee their spot in the finals by yeah, gearing them up for their, that. And uh, trading their pick in the mid-season uh, trade period would not be a risk because you know where that pick's going to end up. At the start of the year, well, there's 18 teams that can win it every year before round one. But in the Jack Darling example, yeah. so say they trade Jack Darling, we tra- Eagles trade Jack Darling for... Yeah, Brisbane's first round pick, mm. round pick 17. Yeah. Ooh. That's obviously good for Brisbane because mm. they get a player. Yeah, but Jack Allen is not that good. But is that that's almost better for Eagles as well because Eagles, where yeah, we're we're not going to make finals this year. Yeah, so we get rid of Jack Darling and we get another yeah. better pick for yeah. next year. Mm-hmm. So that almost that almost that like and you get that, worse as well. That qu- that Jack quickens. We mean you get well, yeah. Well, yeah. that disagreed. Yeah, like yeah, but but you know how how it's like, like we haven't got a great team. Jack Dine doesn't make the team better. I guess if you put Jack Dine in a good team, he just which is obviously what the whole point of trading is. Yeah. Um, but it helps. It helps us because we go. We're not going to yeah. make finals this year. Yeah. We're not going to get anywhere close. Mm. So we're not going to make finals. So mm. you know, by this way, next year we're f- almost quickening the rebuild, and we yeah. can next year not only get and you know low on the ladder, we get that pick, but then we get another pick from Brisbane. Yeah. So. It's good for well, both teams, though. Yeah, but I think there's scope within this trade period for really good teams to get really, really, really good and the bad teams to get really, really, really bad as the bad players sell their players for picks and the good teams sell mm. their picks for players. But then wouldn't it just mean that you're right, the rest of that season's almost a write-off between the yes. bottom and the top eight? And it would encourage tanking for bottom teams. Because they sell all the good players and go, right, we're going to be garbage. Yeah, and then get an even better draft pick the next exactly, year. Exactly, which is... I do see the merit in that yeah. point, but at the same time, you know, it's a... That way it's going to, like, change the landscape every year a bit more. Because, you know, yeah. obviously, like, Hawthorne and the Richmond dynasties just mm. won for, like, three whatever years in this yeah. more paced period. Whereas this way it'll almost th- th- mix it up a bit more and there'll be a bit more <laughs> different... I guess, but... I yeah, look, I... I don't know what the likelihood. What's the likelihood of it actually being introduced, though? Um, well, a few years back, it was getting quite likely, um, but talk has died down recently. I think with COVID and all that, it would just make it really logistically difficult. Um, but I'm, I sort of, I don't like the idea of um, creating a bigger gap between the best and the worst because I, I don't want to see hundred point wins three times a week. I just yeah. don't want to see that. In the NFL and the NBA, players yes. can be traded in season. That's correct. So do you not like that? Um, hmm. It's hard to say because it doesn't happen often because they're given um, the first half of the season is like a whole trade period. Um, so they can use this whole first half of the season and then after that it's a cutoff. Um, 
But yeah, look, it's hard to say because um, generally teams in the NBA are discouraged from tanking because they have um, like draft lottery systems, right? Um, so at the end of the year, um, the bottom teams get a better chance of getting the top picks, but they, they aren't guaranteed them. Um, so in a way, I, I guess if we introduced a mid-season trade period, we would have to introduce a draft lottery at the same time. Um, Why? So that teams that completely tank aren't guaranteed top picks. How would you know that a team's tanking, though? Because it's happened before. In the AFL? Yeah. Do you not remember Melbourne 10 years ago got fined a bunch of money? Um, I think they got draft picks taken off them because they tanked. Um, yeah, so then that happens if you tank. Yeah, no, but they got in huge trouble. But the thing is, right, if you're introducing this mid-season trade period, you're sort of encouraging teams to lose. Um, but at the end of the day, I think if you, if you have it not too late in the season, if you have it sort of... Round five, round six. No, not round five, round six, but like round nine, ten. Yeah. Which is the rounds, AFL season's 23 rounds. So it's not quite, it's, you know, just under just halfway. Under halfway. And don't, you know, as make it Monday to Friday, week, week nine, whatever. I think, you know, like things can change. Um, there can be injuries, you know, like mm. player relationships between clubs can be fractured. So I think it gives... Because, you know, the NFL, there's only two weeks to trade. That's it. Yeah. I was just reading this article here that, you know, all these other leagues have a lot more mm-hmm. time Trades. to trade. Yep. I actually don't think, look, I'm not, I don't, you know, I'm not, a, don't have a strong opinion one way or the other, but I actually, mm. I w- if I had to pick one, I'd say, yeah, do it, introduce it, because I think it wouldn't be a bad thing because it would allow players to, you know, go, oh, if they're not happy with this and, you know, something's happened. Yeah. And so it's, it's like a young player. There's like a seasoned, like a professional player. A young player comes in as a lot better, you know, takes their spot. Yeah. But they're still good enough. You know, it's, I think yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, look, at least mm. give it a try, Stu. We don't know until. Yeah. And make it maybe, you know. Maybe. Uh, see, I wouldn't mind having, the only thing I don't like is this draft pick thing. Um, what draft pick thing? Trading draft picks during the mid-season draft. Oh, so you're saying you should only be able to trade players during the mid-season draft? I think you should not be able to trade your first-round picks in the mid-season draft. But then that's... But then... Almost defeat... But, like, how... Then if you trade a player... Second round, third rounders, future seconds, future firsts even, um, because you don't know where you're going to be in 12 months' time. So I just think at the end of the year, um, it's too... You know too much by halfway during the season to then be able to trade your draft pick. But that, that's what I'm saying. If we have it a little bit earlier, like round eight, nine, yeah, then it's not quite halfway. Yeah, but you still know Melbourne are a top team. Eagles and North Melbourne aren't great. Brisbane are really good. Like you still yeah, know. okay, you know that. But then at the same time, you can go well. But like that's but that that's footy. Like I could have told you last year that North Melbourne were going to get the wooden spoon. Like. I reckon if you surve- surveyed ninety, yeah. f- like you know, ninety five percent of people, yeah, North Melbourne will finish in the bottom five. Yeah, but so y- you wouldn't have said that about Essendon or Port Adelaide or Western or the Eagles or the Eagles. There's a whole list of teams that you just don't know what's going to happen with, and that's why I don't look. If but that's sport, I oh know it's if, tough. No, no, because I I just don't like the idea of top teams not drafting and bottom teams getting rid of all their talent for draft picks. I, I don't mind like oh a player is wants to go home or fell out with a club or that's fine but I'm just saying put a bit of insurance on these. What's the insurance? Don't trade your, you can't trade your first round pick for that year, mm. or make it a lottery system where you're not guaranteed 
a certain pick. We mean lottery system. So in the NBA, I'm not sure if they do it in the NFL either. Um, all the teams well, that, that didn't. What about the APL? Not sure. Soccer don't do drafts. What do they do then? They just sign players. It's weird. So dumb. Yeah. Um, but in the NBA, if you don't make the playoffs, which is like the finals, um, you get put in this lottery and you get what's called a lottery pick. And each pick is given like a percentage chance of landing on a certain number. So like say you finished with the 10th worst record, you might get like a 2% chance of getting pick one. And then they put all the balls with the team logos in a little spinner. And each year they do this little draft lottery process where they take balls out the spinner and allocate um, teams picks. So if you're last, you rarely get pick one. It's quite uncommon, actually. So who gets pick one then? Whoever wins the lottery, whoever's the last team to like. But generally, what position do they end up on the ladder? It's is generally the bottom like four teams. They have the highest chance. So the, I think the bottom three all have like 25% chance of getting it. Um and then fourth worst gets like 12 and a half and then just yeah, gets okay. smaller and smaller. Well, yeah. Um, so, yes, you're more likely to get a bad or a good pick if you finish lower. But it almost discourages like tanking because you can't guarantee getting that top pick. Um, look, I, I wouldn't mind that introduced if we have a midseason trade period. Yeah, I don't know. Or you can't trade your first for that oncoming season because I feel like teams would just abuse it too much. Like if you're Melbourne, you look at the class and you go, oh, there's not a player we rate outside the top 15. We're just going to trade it for like someone that wants to come home, like maybe Jack Darling or whatever, you know, Andrew Gaff, maybe we need another wing or something like that. Um, They're just going to abuse it and build this super stacked roster that no one's going to be able to compete with. Yeah, I don't know. But then next year they won't have a draft pick and they're shooting themselves in the foot by having – because obviously clubs think long term and obviously they want to win the premiership this year again. But then next year they're not going to have a high draft pick. So then like like a lot of their older players, you know, like Max Gorn, he's pretty old, Stephen May, you know, like Mm. they get older and then – so I don't know. I think – I wouldn't at least give it a try. I think we don't know yeah. until it's. I'm definitely. I think it would be. I'm for it, but as I said, I'm not overly. I don't. Yeah. Th- I'm not. I don't feel strong about it either way. But I think yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea to at least mm. give it a try. I'm for it if we just don't trade our first round picks for the next. We'll do a lottery system or, yeah, lottery. I'm not sure if I like a lottery. Actually, I don't system. like the lottery system. I don't like the lottery system either. I don't. Actually, I don't no. like. I it. don't. I don't like it. I. Yeah, but I don't mind because the f- the last club should be. I think that's mm. fair. They should be guaranteed the number one draft pick. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, it was. I it like what the AFL do. I don't think they should. Yeah. Be but yeah, I don't mind yep. if you, what you're saying if there should be. Um, Maybe like, like just mm-hmm. don't trade your first for the next next draft, and then everything else is free range. I reckon. Yeah, that, um, that's not too bad. Because yeah, I just I just don't want teams abusing it. Um, mm. But other than that, I'd be I'd be totally keen to um, facilitate a mid season trade period because um, obviously, as you mentioned. Teams and players fall out and um, players want opportunities at new clubs yep. and top clubs want to, you know, top up um, with more depth or maybe some injuries happen like yep. at Brisbane, um, you know, or it would give some other... Also happens to clubs, you know, on the sort of the 8th, ninth, 10th yeah. sort of brink on the finals that something yep. happens or they get a chance. They, you know, they're now yep. their 6th. Mm. It, you know, it yeah. would be interesting as well. So. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I think we should move on to the next topic. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, um, Morgan, there will likely be a new 19th team in Tasmania over oh, the coming yes. years. Um, excluding the whole Tasmania aspect of it, if you were in charge of list management at a new AFL club 
and the AFL said to you, right, you're allowed to pick one AFL-listed player. One. 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 You're allowed one AFL-listed player from any club in the league, and you get them. And free of cost, don't need to trade anything. That player is now yours. Which player would you like to take? Um. Well, I've got a few, but I'm just trying to search up players' mm. age because I'm obviously looking you can, for the youngest yeah, one. You can list um, a few. You said pick one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. P- pick one, but there there can be more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, the first one that came to mind is Took Miller. I think. Okay. Um, you know, he's obviously the captain of the Suns or co-captain. Yeah. Um, you know, outstanding guy, mm. good leader. So he'd I'd make him my captain. He's only twenty six. Obviously, outstanding player. Yeah. Um, and I think he would just flourish in a, you know, yeah, he w- he is flourishing, and I think you know he'd be a great player to have. Um. Another one would be obviously Petrarca, but I think how old's Petrarca? Oh, he's twenty-seven-ish, I think. Yeah, I probably, I, I probably prefer Miller because you know Petrarca. Twenty-six as well. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, Miller would be one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, it's 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 a hard thing because you only pick one. Oh, it's Miller, but not Petrarca. Um, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of great players. Like you could say, yeah. you know, you Bailey Smith would be probably one as well. You Bontempelli. know, Pelly. Bontempelli. Bontempelli's a bit old. Though. He's like 28, isn't he? He's not that old. I think he's 26, 27. Uh, Same draft as 26. Yeah, he's played Petrarca, 26. I think. He's 26. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Smith's 21. So yeah. I think Bailey Smith, you'd get a real, you'd get a real, um, you know, good like player for 10 years. Shelf life out of him. Yeah. Because he's like good now. And he's, you can tell he's going to be good for a while. Yeah. So I think he'd be another one. Um, yeah. How old's Josh Dunkley? Mm, I think he's 23, 24. He's quite young, Josh Dunkley. Is he? Yeah. He's, he's 25. 25. There you go. Now, I'd probably go Smith or Miller, I reckon. If yeah. I could pick two, it'd be Smith and Miller. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to think of anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, they're, no, they're obviously, I mean, if you went through the list of all the clubs, it will probably be a reminder of someone that I could get. But yeah. it's hard when, you know, there's 18 clubs with 44 t- players on their list. So yeah. probably, yeah, the first ones that come to mind would be Smith & Miller. How about yourself? Yeah, well, I did a little bit of thinking about this one. And I kept coming back to this one club that just had endless amounts of players that I would be like, I want to start my team around this yep. guy. Um, and that team is Carlton. Uh, oh yeah, Cripps is the, obviously the other one. Cripps is number one on my list. Yeah, he's a great. Sam Walsh well. is number two. Yeah, he's also good. He's twenty one. Cripps is twenty seven though. So, captain for the next five six years. Mm, help yeah. with the new boys coming through. He's an outstanding dominant player. Um, yeah, Cripps would be one for me. Yeah, Walsh as well. Yeah, Cripps Walsh. Just, yeah, and then I think about building a team, and yeah, it's really Walsh about twenty one. Yeah, Walsh. Yeah, yeah. It's really about kicking a score, right? You need to be able to score points. Um, and I look Mackay. at Mackay and Kernel from Carlton. Yeah, they're young as well. Far they're out. Very young. Carlton should be a lot. No, Carlton they should be a lot better. The <laughs> list is really good. And then I look back. Shera, he's twenty four. Maybe not Chair. I don't he's think he's good though. He's not. Tw- yeah, he's good. No, I don't Mackay's think he's twenty four. Oh yeah. Um, and then I look Chair's at defense. Like defense to Carlton. Jacob Wiedering as well. Dockety? He's old, but nah, he's 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 old. Yeah, but Chair's twenty two. Jacob Wiedering's another one. I'd be like, snap that man up right now. Ten year contract. Um, uh, those are some of the top ones. I was also oh, thinking Brayshaw um, from Fremantle, future captain. Of the Dockers. How old is he? He's 21, 22, same draft oh, as Chera. I thought he was like 23, 24. Nah, not yet, not yet. He's 22. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and what about Angus Brayshaw? He's pretty good. Yeah, he's a few years older. He's a few oh, years older. Me. He's 26. Yeah, fine. Right? Yeah. Um, so Andy Brayshaw's another one. Um, see, there's not a few... There's not many other players under, like, 25, I would sort of... Maybe Luke Jackson. I would Valley Smith, though? Yeah, I mean, he's more of an outside mm, player. He's I, a good... Yeah. But I, I don't really want to base my team around an outside player. If well, we can't I, well you just him. said pick one. If I'm, yeah. yeah, I guess... Well, that's why Miller, for me, would be yep. one that I think would... Yeah, mm. Cripps. Yeah, I'm still, still with Miller, probably. Yep. He's a bit, yeah, young, bit younger than Cripps. I might, I might go the biased vote and take Brayshaw. Um, on oh, this one, so no, I don't think so. Yeah, he's twenty two. He's young. Yeah, he's twenty two. He's probably going to finish in the top five of the Brownlow this year. That's a, that's a big call. It's not a big call. He, on the Brownlow leaderboards, he was first for a few weeks. He's probably second or third at the moment. But, but yeah, but there's obviously we're round nine, ten this weekend. Yeah, almost halfway 20, through. Twenty three rounds. We're not. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, almost, almost halfway through. You know, I don't, I'm not saying he's not going to be. I'm just saying he's going to be up there. He's not going to. Yeah, win yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying. I think you know he's guaranteed top twenty. And I think it's very likely. Top twenty. No, but I'm saying I think it's likely he'll be top ten. I think he'll be top five. But but, uh, but I'm saying that's yeah. a, that's a bold call because I don't think it is. He's top three right now. Because I could already tell you other players that could be in there. Mm. Dunkley, Cripps, no. Miller. Yes. No. Dunkley, Cripps, Miller. That's that's really three off the top of my head. No, I um, don't think Dunkley or Miller will end up there. Miller, Gorn. He, he could, he might, he might. He won't. Petrarca, Oliver. You know, yeah, there's just... The problem with Petrarca, Oliver and Gorn is they're still votes of each other, so they're never going to finish what, that high. What do you mean? What about at Frio when Five comes back? What do you think is going to happen there? Five's not going to be the dominant player getting votes. It's going to be Brayshaw. Yeah, Sarong, he'll get a few votes. Nah, not this mm. year. Look, I'm, I think that's fine. I just think it's a bold call to say yeah. he's going to finish top five because top five of the Brownlow, there's, as you said, 700 listed players in the AFL. Yeah. That was last week you said that, but um, which there is. But, you know, top five, it's a big call. I, look, that's yeah. fine. I'm just saying I think mm. that, you know, obviously he might. He's I, a chance to. I just think that. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a big chance. I think he'd be um, more likely to than not to finish top yeah. five. I think... Crips and Neil are the only two that I Crips have. Crips and Neil, that's an, well, I yep. said Crips. Well, Neil, that's another one. Yep. Um, I said Kelly at the start. Who did you say at the start of the season? Um, gee. I said Kelly. He's I definitely not, didn't say Crips. He came it. out of, well, well not said, nowhere, um, but. You said. What did I say? Miller, I think you said. I think I said Took Miller. Yeah. Which I don't see happening anymore. Uh, he's still a chance, though. Um, <sighs> but yeah, got, sounds good in the weekend. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, I guess you're, but I didn't even forgot about that. Um, flag mantle, not so much anymore. Nah, we're seven and two, mate. We're yeah, I know, but there's one just bad away trip. Yeah, I know, but you just gotta. I think it puts a bit of you know puts a bit of pressure. You're not you're not there yet. You still got a lot of work to the do. The lids, the lids coming back down to earth a little bit. It's still the off. Li- the lid, mm, it's it's still off, but it's, it's on it's, slightly. It's floating back down. It's um, it got put down. It got pushed down a lot on the weekend. No, nah, I don't think it did. I think you got smashed. Ah uh, no, we had twenty eight more inside fifties and still can. What, what was the score? We lost by six goals, S- thirty six points. Yeah, <laughs> sugarcoating it. Um, but I think that's well, that's six goals, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. I know, but it's obviously it sounds six goals sounds better than thirty six no, points. I, okay, but I'm just saying, I don't think you know, I don't, don't think for a bad team. I'm just saying, I think it's obviously they got obviously Gold Coast did beat Sydney as well, so I think Gold Coast is a good team. Yeah, it's funny. Gold Coast have beaten all the good teams. They lost to all the bad teams. It's actually quite ironic. Um, it's, it's what they do at the start of every year. Inconsistent. But, you know, as you said, it's a bad away trip. But I, I'm saying I still think Freya will obviously be good. I just think, you know, you just, you've got to, you've got, you're not Melbourne is what I'm saying. Or you're not yeah, we're not, we're not Melbourne or Brisbane. But I think, I think we're the step behind that. 
I agree. I agree. Yeah. But I'm saying I think Melbourne and Brisbane are in a different league. Like yeah. they're they're up there. Melbourne, yeah. then Brisbane, and mm-hmm. then it's probably you and Carlton. I would say, and, and Sydney. then Sydney. Yeah, and then probably bit, Geelong. Can no, I'd say those three, and then one after that would be Geelong. Yeah, and then I, you've mean, got I, don't, even, I don't even know a who list else. Of like yeah. six teams after that. So, yeah. um, oh no, St Kilda in that group as well. With Geelong, with um, with Sydney and Carlton, no, I, and I you. think so. And Fremantle. I reckon, I reckon they're with Geelong. They lost I to Port Adelaide. Yeah, that was a bad away trip as well. That's, no, I disagree. I think no. So, no. Um, Port Adelaide are good. Four in the trot. Yeah, Port Adelaide are good. I think Port Adelaide chucked them in with Geelong as well. Oh, not quite. Not yet. No, I reckon they're back. They're back. I don't think my so. prediction. They'll be making the finals. Oh, over Richmond. Over Richmond. Yeah. But yeah, they're this, they had a bad start of the season. They smashed us by 100 points. They beat... Yeah, everyone's done that. They beat... Not by 100 points. You beat us by 47. 55. Oh, anyway, whatever it was, that's put Adelaide beat us by double. Yeah. Um, you know, so did Richmond. So did Richmond. So did Sydney. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm just saying that I think that I don't... Oh, I'm not saying Freo about him. I just think Freo... Yeah. I just don't think they're quite, you know... And on oh, the weekend, yeah. no, it was no, an example of you not sort of got a lot of work to do. Yeah, on our wet weather footy. It's um, yeah. if we look, I think we're we're top four team in the in the dry, in the wet. I don't. We're not a finals team in the wet. If we play, if we play the rest of the season in the wet, we're not making finals. Well, it's a winter sports. <laughs> I think you will be playing a few games in the wet. I mean, we're, um, we're in Perth, so we'll we'll get sunshine more sun, than rain. I mean, it's been raining a lot recently. It will be raining on the weekend, and we're playing Collingwood, so it's I'm quite nervous. Sunday for that games, one. Is it? Sunday, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you've been, you think you're going to Saturday night the next week? Oh no, the week after. Yeah, but oh, we got Saturday in night. Melbourne. So. Um, no, I think yeah, you got one in Perth. But um, speaking of just quickly touching on that, mm. what what are your thoughts on a Tasmanian team or bringing another team into the AFL? I think we touched on this last week. Yeah, so a Tasmanian team specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it would mean the competition would have 19 teams. So yeah, I think you need a. I think, to be honest, I'm all for it, but I think you need to cut, not cut, but change. Move a team down probably to Probably Gold Coast, to be honest with you. I think you need mm. to say Gold Coast. Not yet. you got to become, you got to become a Taz, like change, you know, change a lot of the things. And then, you know, save the players, look. But because I just don't like the, 19 teams is too much, you know. Right now, we're already, right now, what do you mean? In the AFL, like, in terms of ta- the talent pool, yeah. Obviously, there is a bit there, but I think 18 sort of, if we you know, if we want AFL to remain the elite level that it mm. is, I think it's a bit dangerous going 19 and then 20 because the AFL wouldn't introduce an odd number of teams. Cause then well, I we've done that before. Um, we've had 17 teams. We had 17 teams for, I think it was two years when Gold Coast. Didn't Gold Coast and Jebus come at the same time or no. like one year? It was like one it year after. It was one or two years after where we had 17. Yeah, but, that, but yeah, but the AFL. The AFL 15 before that. But the AFL were always planning on bringing, like when yeah, they brought, yep. who was first, Jebus or Gold Coast? Gold Coast were first. Yeah, when the Gold Coast first, they knew that they'd bring Jebus in. So mm-hmm. I think that, I just don't, look, you're right. Every team could have a buy every week. Yeah, I don't um, like that. I don't. Why don't you like is, that though? This is the only argument I could see for not having a 19th team is that every team has a bye every round. I just, I why don't, don't you like, like that? I don't like the look of that of going because, first of all, the ladder gets really mixed up every, yeah, every week. Because then someone's not playing every when, single when week. When someone's down a game or teams have played extra, it just looks really weird. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's weird because then you don't end up with two buys during the year. Would but how would that work? Because there's 23 rounds. It's yeah. unfair because there's only there's 19 teams. That's yeah. 19 rounds. So four teams get in it. So then you have to you have to shorten the season down to 19 rounds because you can't. 
what would you do in the last four rounds? What give them well, just give everyone ups. another buy? Double ups. Or what do you mean double ups. Well, you know how you play teams twice. Yeah. Yeah. Just do that or have so extra buys. So still have teams so play have twenty two games. Yeah. Just rework the fixture. So um, Look, I, I I I'm I don't think there should be an odd number of teams. Mm. I think there should be either eight, and I think tw- and I think twenties too much. It's that's pushing the talent pool even t- even thinner. I think twenties and where would you put the third? Where would you put that the twentieth team? Probably there's a few. Uh, probably the place you'd put it is Darwin. WA. Darwin. Darwin's as you said, there's not Canberra. enough in Darwin. Not enough in Canberra. I know, but but the I reason think, to be honest, if there was a I think WA would be the would be the place to get a twentieth AFL team. Mm. If you said there's a nineteenth in Tasmania, you wouldn't put another in Victoria. There's enough there. Queensland, New South Wales are rugby states, and they're already struggling with Gold Coast and New South Wales. Yeah, comes to South Australia and WA. WA's got a higher population than South Australia, mm. so I think you're on WA. I think the whole reason for introducing new teams is to create extra sources of revenue for the AFL. But there's um, nowhere that's there's not an AFL team where there could Tasmania. This is why we're going to Tasmania. Yeah, it's correct, Tasmania. But I'm saying twentieth yeah. team. I'm yeah, saying but there's we're, a, there's we're an not ar- there yet. We're not close Look, to a twentieth. I think team. I think I'm all for Tasmania being introduced, but I think they need to rework one of the teams, like Hawthorne or something. They already play like half their games in Tasmania. Make them a full time Tasmania <laughs> team. Imagine. I think there's. I think eighteen teams. I personally believe eighteen teams is the right number of teams. Mm. And I think that if there was to be, I think there shouldn't. I don't want an odd number of teams. So that rules out nineteen. Okay. And I think twenty is too much. They're pushing the talent pool too thin, and it's just you know, it's too hard. Um, and it makes the finals. You know, there's then, yeah. then it's a high percentage of like trying to get into the finals. It makes It'd it a be lot much harder. Much harder to get into yeah. the finals. So I think eighteen is perfect the way it is. So I think. I'm all for a Tasmania team being introduced, but I think you need to, you know, put Gold Coast into Tasmania or make one of the Victorian teams a full-time Tasmania team, mm. and maybe have like, you know, obviously a trade. You know, obviously be a lot, a lot of work to do. Have players like any from any club can elect to go to the new Tasmania team, and then, you know, try to rework it, and then like the players from Hawthorne can elect to if that, if that was that they could go to other Victorian teams. Obviously, a lot of work needs to be done, but I don't think there should be 19 or 20 teams in the AFL. I think, I think the talent pool is definitely big enough. Um, you, we've seen with the Eagles, like Florenka has come in from the waffle and literally just been a star, right? Yeah, he's um, good. But um, and I think the talent pool is a lot bigger than people think in the state leagues. I think a lot of state league players should be playing AFL. They just get overlooked their draft year and then never get. Um, okay, so you don't want chance. You don't. You don't want nineteen teams. Uh, you don't I, like no. You, I so you'd prefer just just would you prefer so. Pretend that Tasmania, they're going to introduce a whole new team in Tasmania. Yeah, Would you prefer that to stay at 19 or introduce a 20th team? 19 for now. And then 20 eventually when we find a new market for one. Okay, where's the new market though? Yeah, well, we don't have the answer yet, but I'm, but I'm saying... We're just speculating where's the new... Like, where... I don't... Uh, where possibly could, like... Like, well, WA. Maybe <laughs> New Zealand. Like, who knows? Oh, that's... Like, I don't mind that, but that is that is left of field and that's... yeah. Yeah, I actually, no, I'd, I'd, because obviously like the A-League and other, yeah. NBL in New Zealand. Yeah, the Breakers. Um, Phoenix, Wellington Phoenix, oh, that's, no, that's the NBL. That's New the Zealand a- Breakers. A-League, A-League. New Zealand Breakers. Rugby do it as well. Yeah. I think, actually, I don't, to us, I don't mind that idea. It would be the longest trip in footy, WA to New Zealand, and that probably, would be hell. It would be the longest trip in probably any domestic league in the world. 
Yeah, probably. It would because yeah. like New York to LA in America's five hours, so well, a little bit, little bit, little bit longer than. If Perth you look at soccer as well, it's all Europe, and that's like an hour flight. Yeah, max like two or three hours. Yeah, so um, I think that. But would then be I think quite hard logistically. Well, but but like at, at the end and of the at the end of the day, it's the I AFL as well. It's not AFL plus yeah. New Zealand league. It's I mean, I'm, I'm, but the thing is that like. From New Zealand to Melbourne or Sydney, it's like a three-hour flight. Mm. So literally less than Perth to Me- like Perth to yeah. Melbourne's like three, three and a half. So pretty much the same, slightly less than Perth. Yeah. But uh, yeah, then I guess then you have the problem of there in New Zealand. It's only one team is not nearly enough resources. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. How many New Zealand um, guys are there in the AFL running around? I actually right went on to a oh, like professional league. Yeah. How many uh, are in the AFL that were born in New Zealand or? Yeah, there was New Zealand. Natives. I don't know. There wouldn't. I think there's a few, like probably like three or four. Yeah, it's 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 not a big talent pool. No, but that's but, the same with Tasmania. But I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. I think if you put an AFL team, as as you just said, the AFL increases participation in grassroots. So hey, AFL's mm. here because I was well, I went in, when I was in New Zealand. I went in exchange to Wellington for a term or just over half a term, mm. six weeks, and um, I really enjoyed it. But from what I found when I was on exchange, you know, obviously rugby is yeah. massive over there, Huge. like. You know, rugby's we talk about footy, you know, in WA mm. now with like some schools, you know, on yeah. the TV. Rugby, st- high school, f- like rugby streamed on the TV, like yeah. massive, massive, massive. Um, which obviously, you know, New Zealand are the best country in the world at rugby. Mm. Um, so, but but surprisingly, there's a lot of football support. Like, schools had footy as a sport. Yeah, I saw like pictures in the hall of people playing footy. Like, you know, schools had footies in the sports shed, Pl- kids were playing them at lunch and recess. Yeah. Um, so I don't think. You know, because a lot of families in New Zealand, you know, have Australian roots, like not roots, connections or something. Yeah, yeah. I think there is, um, there is an argument to be had for a New Zealand team, a New Zealand team, because and yeah. it would in, it would it would further increase grassroots level and that's you know, a big market that the AFL haven't really looked at New Zealand. Well, they I mean, there we had are, a game there and but there are no. To be fair though, there are a lot. Like there's at the grassroots level, it's a, there's a fair bit of footy. To be honest. I'd borderline say, like, you know, com- obviously in like somewhere like s- Queensland where it's not yeah. that big, I'd, you know, th- obviously there's not as much, but I think there is a, you know, when you're comparing something like Queensland, which is a rugby state, to New Zealand, which is a rugby country. Mm. Although I think the arguments, I think with enough work and you know, yeah. um, marketing and you know, recruiting, yeah, I think you could make a case for a New Zealand team. Yeah. So I don't mind that. Maybe yeah, maybe you're right, but that's not. And that's not. That's that brings it back to the talent pool. If you put in, I don't you, think the talent pool is small enough to go. No, nah, we can't have twenty teams. I think we. No, could no, no. But I'm saying. Well, I I disagree. But I'm saying. But I'm saying. Mm. If you make one in Tasmania, then you make one in New Zealand. Yeah. You're already. Then you're just drawing from, from New Zealand's like five million people. Yeah. You draw. You're being able to pick some players out of New Zealand, so it puts a bit less pressure on some of the Australian players, and it increases. It brings. It's able to bring more grassroots players from New Zealand. Yeah. Because so we don't team have very Exactly. Many. So it, incre- you know, they go, actually, I can play AFL as a sport. Because there's no, yeah. like, proper part of it, but it's very hard. Yeah. So that way, and then there's more talent. It grows in New Zealand. And then, you know, potentially. Yeah. So I don't mind that idea. Maybe yeah. introduce a Tasmania team in the next few years and a New Zealand one in sort of five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. Yeah, maybe 10, um, 15 years. But, um with your point in the talent pool, I genuinely think we could field about twenty-two to twenty-four AFL teams before we, could we start not, getting weak. We could not finish. We could not. No, we, we could we not could. field. We could not field twenty-two, could. twenty-four teams. We could. Twenty-four flat out. I we think could. I we 
we just couldn't. We just couldn't. I think we could. I just think we couldn't. I think we one hundred percent could. I you're, think you're bringing a level. Yeah, okay, Jake. The, Fl- Jake. The Jake state leagues. Jake Florenka's. Jake Florenka's good. I'm not dispute, distributing that. But Stu, it's not just twenty two mm. in an AFL team. It's forty four yeah. in a squad. Well, forty. Forty four. Most players have more than forty four. So you're saying yeah. you're saying forty four times four is like. 200 essentially, just under. Okay. Um, that's 200. And yeah. there's injuries and other things. Yeah. 200 more players. Yeah. 200 more. At, to, mm-hmm. And to keep AFL at the elite level it is. No, not 200 more. Uh, 80. 80 odd. 90 more. Two times 44. Four times. You said there could be... You said... No. Sorry. Oh, you said there could are, be... Are we thinking about like 22 teams? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, said, you said there could be yeah, 24 yeah. teams. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I, I think there could be about 200 to 300 more AFL-ready no, players. If you look through the mid-season draft, right, it's all state league players that should be playing AFL. There's about 100 of them that scouts have gone, we, they could be in our 22 right now. Um, and if you look at state leagues as well, there's been a huge debate, um, especially in some of the discussions I've been a part of, it's why aren't all these state league players playing AFL football? And it's because they were overlooked when they're drafted or delisted when they're young, and they've built themselves up at the state leagues, and they've gotten so good where they're winning like all these awards. Like, you know Hayden Schloith? Um, no. Subi? I but you think? know Bally Rogers won the sound of a minute. Yes, yes. But Hayden... I've actually met him. Good bloke. Yeah, good bloke. Um, Hayden Schloith, uh, ex-Docker, could never get a game. Suddenly, best and fairest winner... At Waffle Level, won the equivalent of the Brownlow Medal, Waffle Level. Sandover Medal. Sandover Medal. And Probably sh- Rogers won that, yeah. Yeah, and should have been, it's definitely AFL talent worthy, but too old in you know to be recruited okay. to a team. Well, so I think these yeah. players, they should have stuck with them, and they would be AFL ready. And I 100% think there there'd be 200 to 300 no. of those type but of guys you running need, around. Yeah, you, that you're right. You need the old players, maybe the young players. There's not enough... Young talent to there you know, is, you, but you, you say, but Greg Clark, yeah, t- twenty four, yeah, played great in the waffle, yeah, got given an opportunity with the Eagles. Now he's yeah. doing well, yeah. So there, it's not like you know you once you're past twenty, you can't play the AFL. No, I'm not saying there that. are examples of mature age draft well, picks who, exactly who work hard, saying. yeah, to get into the AFL. That's exactly what I'm saying, and we could take those players. Yeah, but I'm saying there's not enough to make yeah. six more teams. But you add those with the young players and. But there there is. Young players. There's not there is. There's not. I just yes. oh, there's not. There's hundreds of players that register for but the draft Stu, every year, and only A to get picked. The yeah, tops. yeah. There's a lot of the register, obviously. Yeah. Because anyone can register. I could go register for the yeah, draft. Yeah, I know. You can literally anyone can register. I know. But, but um, but the the quality of the AFL will be brought down significantly if you yeah in the short term. This is this is the same thing. Um, that this is the same problem the AFL had when Gold Coast and GWS were bringing in. They're like right. Um. There's probably not enough talent in the AFL right now to go around. So we're just going to give you a bunch of priority picks, and you're going to select all the young players. And you look at, well, Gold Coast didn't do it great because they didn't keep any of their players, but GWS, right? Um, those players weren't great at the time, right? GWS lost pretty much every game. But that's the problem. Had a percentage you just, under that, 50%. That's, that's the, and now they've made prelim finals, grand finals. They've been one of the more successful... Final. Grand final. They've been one of the more successful clubs of the last four or five years. Mm, don't know if we'd say that. They haven't won a premiership. Yeah, but like three teams have won a premiership in the last four or five years. So yeah, you're right. In terms of the AFL on a, as a scale, they'd probably be in the top <laughs> yeah, but, six but there, most but successful. Your, look, I could 
I understand. I think there probably is enough to go introduce a Tasmanian team in two, year, three years, um, two, three years, and then introduce another 20th team in sort yep. of five to 10 years. I think there's a pension argument for that, but there's just, we, there's not in the next five years, there's just not, five to 10 years, there's no, you cannot introduce more than 22 because the quality goes down. And as you just said, Gold Coast yeah. and GWS were so bad to start with. So if you're yeah. just introducing more teams, you just essentially... Well, I'm not you, saying... You're, you're I'm giving, saying you we get, could. Those teams are just I'm disadvantaged to start with. I'm saying... Yeah, well, that's how every team starts, unlike the Eagles, of course, because they got given oh everything. But we didn't get ev- we didn't get given everything. You know, we, to, you know we had to pay the AFL. You know we had literally had to pay the AFL. I know, I know. I was, ma- I was making a joke. And the Dockers got lots of draft picks. Make, but we need to move on to the chips, Stu. Um, yeah, but what I'm saying is... Long term, there's definitely enough talent. I disagree. Short there's term, definitely, there's definitely obviously, enough. every team that comes into the competition is going to struggle because that's how it works. Um, but long term, that talent gets built up and they just become like all the other teams. Well, Gold Coast got introduced ten years ago, and they're the worst team in the AFL. So that just doesn't. No, make they're not. They're four and five, but they have the worst list management in the AFL. <laughs> That's but that's your whole argument. Gold Coast have been around for ten years, so that yeah. should be long enough to keep their young players. Their young players should be yeah, but twenty eight. If, if you look at their their team, right, and who's left. you got Charlie Dixon, Brandon Matera, Harley Bennell. They've all Charlie left. Dixon plays at Port Adelaide. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, he got yeah, drafted. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at, did you see the team of the decade, the Gold Coast team of the decade? Ten, I'd, I'd say half their team left. Half half their best team of the past Tom 10 Lynch. years but that's, left. That's, that's the problem because no one management. wants to be at the club because they're yeah, losing. But so that's, that's not a problem of talent. That's a club problem. We have enough talent to suffice, but it's whether the club can keep them or not. That's what I'm trying to say. There's not enough talent because if other there pl- is. because the other clubs are going, we have, a, we have a hole in our team that needs to be filled. We're going to yeah. get the player from there. It doesn't make – like if that – there's enough uh, talent, though. There's not. There, there, there is. is. But then more, if there was more, if there was enough talent then, then they wouldn't go, oh. There was sh- enough I'm not, talent. I'm not, they could I'm, keep the talent. I'm not going to get Charlie Dixon. I'm not. But then what, what, what talent are the other teams getting? Because They're the getting other, Gold Coast talent. Exactly. But, they go. but if they weren't getting Gold Coast talent, if the Gold Coast players are staying at Gold Coast, they would just, what other talent would they be getting? They'd be going through the draft. They'd exactly. be building so, their own talent. So then you're, then you're taking the talent from the draft, which then the, these new teams couldn't be able to do because either... Uh, but they will be able to do. There's not, enough, there's not enough talent there, to make... There is. There's just not. Gold Coast had enough talent and let the talent go. There's just not. Other teams took their talent. There's just not. We got four, we got four minutes to oh do these tips. There's just not. There's so much talent. <laughs> there's just not nearly enough. Not there, There's not enough to make 24 teams. I'm not saying make 24 overnight. I'm saying they could. They, like, they just can't. Like, in the, what the next... Th- they could make 20 teams in the next five to ten years, but they could not make more than that. They could. They just couldn't. Financially, they, just couldn't. they couldn't, but talent-wise, they could. They just couldn't tell them what. Well, they couldn't either. All right, Morgan, into the tipping. Who knows more about football? I got eight out of nine tips. I got six, uh, oh. but I'm still up two on the season. Uh, coming for you. You are. You're hot my heels. Uh, let's go through. Uh, Bulldogs beat Collingwood. Richmond beat Hawks. Port Adelaide smashed North Melbourne. Uh, St Kilda just beat Geelong. You tipped that one, actually. I tipped all of them except Freo. I tipped Freo. Bloody. Yeah. I I tipped Freo. I don't. I think all oh, Freo are not good. I don't tip them. They win. I finally start. I tipped Freo last week, but I finally start to tip Freo. And they ruined my perfect nine. So disappointing. Yeah, good thing for me. Eagles are a guaranteed loss every week, so I get one tip. 
Yeah, well, I tip the Eagles as well. Everybody, <laughs> everyone tips against. Well, they were, sorry, they were versing <laughs> Melbourne, the reigning premiers. Eagles will win next week. We've, we're, we're playing. No. We're playing I, I thought about that one actually. I was like, maybe I could tip the Eagles, but no. We're playing GWS. We're winning. Yeah, no. GWS is 15th on the ladder. It's a giant stadium. Eagles don't travel. Plus, GWS have way more talent than the Eagles. Undeniably. Mm, I don't know. I know, man. 94% well, uh, of people agree with yeah, me well, well, and a biased well, Eagles to be fan. Fair, it's Monday and I'm tipping Eagles and they're going to win. So Okay, good luck with that. Should well, we just go through our tips for the for the week? Yep, I tipped Sydney, Geelong, okay. Bulldogs, Melbourne, St Kilda, Richmond, Eagles, Brisbane, Fremantle. What was your upset? Eagles and... Oh, yep. Yeah, just the Eagles. Oh, and I also tipped Sydney, but it's not That's really... That's not really an upset. Not really Fourth upset. and fifth on the So, no, Eagles is my upset. Okay, so I've got Carlton by 16... Geelong, Bulldogs, Melbourne, Adelaide, Richmond, GWS, Brisbane, Fremantle with Adelaide being my upset. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's at home for the Crows. Um, Saints are on a bit of a roll. Do we have any fan questions tonight? Cause we, we, we do, but it probably... Should we just do one? Okay, so Essendon Nation, I think, on Instagram. Um, he asked, what happened to Essendon? What, what happened to them? They're just not a good team. Yeah, but just they made finals last year. What happened between they? Then they and came now? like eighth the last year, though, didn't they? Yeah, but they. The thing is, they started two and six, mm. and they ended the year really, really strongly and made finals. Um, so they had a really green patch for a while. Yeah, exactly. So they can make finals. So that's like you know, put Adelaide Look, will make they, finals. Yeah. But um, I you know, I just think they're not you know they're not a bad overall. They're just they're not up to the standard of all these better other teams. I think they may came eighth last. You know, like. I just Essendon always been they've always been inconsistent. They got some good players like Dylan Shield, Darcy Parish. Yeah, but I just don't think Sam Draper. But I just don't think they're you know it's just I don't think there's a you know it's just it's not like it's Melbourne who are dropping no. off. Like Essendon finished eighth last year. Like what what do you expect they were going to finish in the top? F- like they would be in the top four by now. Uh, I did have them predict the top four, which was a really, yeah, really I didn't, bad. which was a good tip by me. Yeah, um, but no, I just think they're just you know look they can always improve. But I just think I think they'll be I think they'll probably end same similar this year. Eighth, ninth? Nah, don't see it. Bottom four. Um, oh, well, there you go. You tip them top four, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I did tip them top four, but I think they'll finish in the bottom four. Right. That's all the time we have uh, this week, Morgan. It was good to get back in the booth. Good for a chat. Yep. Um, uh, thank That's you for good, the yep. fan questions. Yep. Um, follow the Keep TikTok, which will, this yep. will be uploaded on. Get some stuff on. Um, get around the Instagram page and the Twitter. Um, yeah. Right up. Cool. All right. Sweet. Cheers. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye.